Howdy, folks. Welcome to our third edition of Gilly's Quick Picks, where we get the NHL betting for the weekend up, ready, and locked and loaded for you. Oh, did it, it, did it, it. TSN ticker, breaking news. Abe Wavs is a last minute scratch tonight due to a stomach flu suspected to be from the Fettuccine Alfredo. UNU has recalled their A list prospect from the minors to join the pod. But he was actually unavailable. Their B-lister is currently serving a gambling-related suspension, so we have to settle with our third-tier prospect and returning guest, Mister Adam Lloyd. What's up, man? Boys, how's it going? Good, man. Yeah, we're we're pumped to have you back on as a as a last-minute replacement fill-in. We thought you would be the 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 right guy, or I guess our third right guy. But you know, you're in, ready to rock and roll, and I'm pumped. You know- I've uh, I've I've played many roles throughout my hockey career. Been a first line of, and a scratch, so I, I kind of know my role, and I can I can jump in wherever you guys need me. So happy to be here. Adaptable, buddy. That's what that's called. Adaptable, up and down Swiss the line, no problem. Swiss Army knife. I like that there too. And and not <laughs> only that, we have Mr. Gillum himself coming off what the kids say these days, probably a midweek. I'm giving you a generous one, one and one. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But Gilly, you're back to give us our picks. How you feeling, brother? What was your 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 gut wrench feeling last weekend when you saw the the games go down and our record kind of lose its perfect status? I'm feeling great. That intro for Lloyd Man was hilarious. You broke my ankles with the A list prospect, and then the B list prospect got me again. And then loiter, I, I thought you would have been a little bit more choked at you a C list. Like you dude, what were you? You were a sixth rounder? Fifth, actually. Thank you for oh, well, asking. Yeah. Eighty eighth overall. Exactly. But, who, man. but who's who keeping were, track? Who yeah. Who's who's got that tattooed on the forearm? Um <laughs> No man, I'm doing great. Last weekend, I gotta be honest with you. Um one and two. Like you're being a nice guy telling me I went one, one and one. We were one and two. Um, that's just regression. That's just statistical regression. That's all three, and a weekend. That wasn't going to last. I'm happy with four and two over two weekends. I love the board this weekend. I think I got three absolute hammer locks for this weekend. And, and Lloyd man's here to chat with us about that. So I'm fired up, man. We have no, uh, we have no presenting sponsor this week though. Oh no, I was going to get us fired up on the yo-yos, but I guess we're going to skip that part. So there's uh, five minutes of our segment gone. Uh, but yeah, going back to your to your one and two or my one, one and one, it goes back to that Detroit Montreal Canadian games. I ended up going to OT. Detroit ended up winning, but we had the puck line. So we had to win by a goal and a half by two goals, technically. And since yeah. it was just an overtime win, we can't really classify that in the gambling world as a dub. But I was trying to give you a gimme. And Lloyd, I thought you were going to bring up, that was your chance to say, I lined up against McDavid when he was 15 years old to, to kind of show me up on the C-list prospect. Buddy. No, that's uh, that's that's a look in the mirror at this point. We can go over that a little bit later with some of the picks coming up. But uh, yeah, he put me in my place pretty quick. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> that wasn't the intention. It was trying to bring a little bit of humor. So I ho- I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Please don't have Debbie call Judy and uh, don't get me a, 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 don't get me in trouble, buddy. No, those oh, days are long that. gone after their um, 
the MIA is uh, showing up late for work and we won't get into that, but I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even I know what you're talking about. Rhonda had to get involved on that one. <laughs> oh, boy. All the moms. Um, all right. Well, Gilly, let's get right into it. I know we've, we've talked about this a couple of times, but if you're new to the show, Gillum gives us our three picks, a Friday pick, a Saturday pick, and a Sunday pick, and we kind of break it down and, and give our two cents. Um, and, and Gilly, we have the Friday lineup. Uh, why don't you hit us with what you got? What do I have? Great question, man. I wrote this down somewhere. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm super professional right now. Cause I got the Sens game They're They're in the third against the Leafs. It's on my other monitor. So this just uh, screams confidence when you got to look up your pick before saying it. Piece of paper. No, it's cause, um, the Pittsburgh Penguins allegedly, had a players-only closed-door meeting Ooh. the other night after their loss against the Lightning. So that screams bounce back Friday against the Florida Panthers. Now, Florida's a wee bit of a wagon. I don't care. I'm taking the Penguins. Sid, uh, Leafs just scored, damn it. Sid, uh, Carl, Gino. I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that closed door meeting. Um, I think they are just, they're 11, 11 and three right now. So just beneath 500 uh, expectations going into this year was that it was going to be their last dance. Um, they, they're going to do whatever they need to do to find some jam. I think they actually match up pretty well against this Panthers team. Uh, if I have a little look, see here, uh, Sid and Gino playing up the middle against Barkov and Bennett. Those are good matchups. I think they're top six against their top six. Um, I think that'll even out in the wash, but I, I think there's going to be a little bit of extra jam, probably some money on the board for that Pittsburgh team. Um, Drew O'Connor has been playing well, I think, on Malkin's line with Brian Rust. Uh, Rust may be injured. I'm not sure if he's playing this weekend. I saw he was on the uh, injured list, but I think he may be back. I'm not sure. We'll have to check in on that. But uh, Latang Carlson, I I just I, I look at the veterans in this lineup. A closed door meeting. Vibes are going to be off the charts. I, yeah, I, I think they're going to come out like gangbusters. You're absolutely right. After those yeah. meetings, you know, guys are going to go balls to the wall. And I just could picture Malkin, you know, they said fly on the wall. He doesn't even know people's names. 87, you do better. <laughs> 59, you do better. 65, you pass me book. You yeah. know, just grilling the boys in Russian. Doesn't even know their names anymore. But uh, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Those meetings are, I didn't even hear about this meeting, but I even had some other stats to back up your Pittsburgh pick because I'm all for it. There, imagine this, okay? Beginning of the season, I went up to Gilly Lloyd. The Pittsburgh Penguins are going to go 0 for 33 on the peeper this year. <laughs> what would you wow. say to that? They haven't scored since November 11th. This is almost three weeks of no power play goals with Crosby, Malkin, Eric Carlson, Chris Letang, Jake Gensel. Are, are you kidding me? So they're actually sitting 30th in PP percentage. But here's another hit for you. The Florida Panthers are currently 29th in the league for average 12 and a half minutes of penalty minutes. So is this the night? Is this the game that we see a five for five on the power play, a six for six on the power play? Hammer the Pittsburgh Penguins. Did you have the money line or puck line, Gilly? 
I just want the money line. Okay, uh, for, for, for my it's a rule of thumb. It's automatic after a closed door meeting. You go money line. You don't go puck line. This has happened to me before. The gilly times. guarantee is the the money <laughs> line after the meeting. So money line after the meeting. I love it, buddy. Loiter, what do you got for us on on the Pittsburgh Penguins or the Florida <laughs> Panthers? Yeah, I was mentioning how I have been a little bit out of touch with my NHL viewing over the last little bit. But for me, this comes down to a goaltending battle. Uh, Bobrovsky and Marc-Andre Fleury. (laughs) 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 No, I I love the pick here. I think after any time you kind of bounce back from a players-only meeting, there's a chip on your shoulder. You're playing for the guy across from you, and I think it just – Everything points in the direction that uh, I, I like this pick. I agree. You take uh, you take Penn's money line here. And you know what? I'm going to throw in a little bit of a, a gilly. What would you call it? Gilly whisper or gilly a gut feeling? What was your side bets that you'd always call it? We don't want. We don't want to talk about Gilly's gut. Oh yeah, it'd be a, it would be a big conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to hide it now. I've got my triple XL Devin Booker jersey on. Yeah, I can't wait to show this clip on the on the internet with your nice little uh, jersey swap that you did before the camera the camera yeah, switch. Just- only get one of my chins in it if you don't mind, but go on. <laughs> yeah, it's so, looking big on you though. It's looking big on you if that means anything. It looks like thanks, the, you, know, yeah, you, I, I you actually, trimmed down the jersey's gotten bigger. Something's up. No, for, for real. I, I went through the drive through at McDonald's the other day and I got a chicken Caesar salad with my three McDoubles. So we're laughing. <laughs> um, I did a I did le- I did leg day in uh, November. Um, so we're good. We're locked and loaded here. Um, Diet starts tomorrow, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> ah, tomorrow's Do Friday. It. No, diet will start Monday. Diet will start Monday. <laughs> but going back to the thing, I, <laughs> you know what? Sam Reinhart is, is a guy that I'd probably throw some money on for some points. This guy has been on fire. He's going to be on contract year, so he's going to be commanding the big bucks after this season. He's, I think he's top two in, in goals this year. So, you know, I'd sprinkle a little uh, maybe half unit on a anytime goal scorer for, for Sam Reinhart. Uh, oh, the Flor- okay. Yeah, the the, the yeah. Florida Panthers and the Florida Panthers absolutely shit can the Sens the other day. So, <laughs> like you said, this is no guarantee. I love the pick. It's going to be a hard fought battle. Lots of shit going down in this game. You mentioned the other day when we were talking about the Red Wings acquiring Patrick Kane. How's their power play going to look? You talked about too many cooks in the kitchen. That could be case in point, like what you said about the Penguins, like. You've got four marquee stars. Jake Gensel, you could argue, is in that conversation. Maybe they're they're all just looking to be trigger men on this power play. And that closed-door meeting, Sid put the foot down and said, anybody else score a golden goal? And when no other hands go up, he said, exactly. Shut your mouth. <laughs> give me the puck. We've got this. And you're right, dude. I think going into Florida, like that power play could crack open. Matthew Kachuk could take a stupid slash penalty and – there you go. Floodgates open. Well, it's funny too. Uh, I was in a part of this article that I was reading. They were saying that Pittsburgh actually per power play has one of the highest shots on goal ratios. Their <laughs> issue is apparently according to the stats guy, this analytics guys, they have no net front pre- presence. So it'd be interesting if they get, you know, some sort of Patrick Hornquist, Thomas Holmstrom guy, you know, you have the four studs on the peripheral and you have that guy standing in front of that. Maybe they bring back Dusty Bufflin, just stand in front of that. Oh you big God, boy. He's a fisherman he's now. Fishing. He's gone have you fishing. Seen he's those? not coming back. Oh no, I haven't seen them. Uh, he's a professional fisherman. Oh, not even God. joking. Right up no, his he's alley. Like, um, he's competing in like prof- the professional fisherman circuit. I know Bwavs would be having a field day right now with fish <laughs> jokes, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave we'll leave that out of it. We'll keep it PG tonight because we're all classy on here. But 
Yeah. All right, man. I love that pick. All right. Game number two, Saturday night. What oh do you got God. for us there, Gilly? Pull so out the unprof- pencil and paper. So unprofessional. That uh, chicken oh, script I, you got. Uh, no, I love, uh, that's the issue. Normally, I write it down. I don't have anything on my paper. Oh, I, got on, I got on my phone here. I also closed off the Sens game because the Leafs talked, and I'm, I'm upset about it. But um, Avalanche at home against Philly. Um, the Avs have been spicy hot lately uh they're nine and two at home philly are playing um they're starting their road trip in phoenix and then they're going into colorado on saturday um thin air i don't think philly philly's been pretty good but i don't think they are actually that good a team uh not much more analysis than that uh nate well i mean nate mckinnon has eight points in his last five games um i i really like uh, that Tyson Forster guy playing with Couturier and connect me on the first line in, in Philly. But I mean, I just think this is a case of a really good team plays an average team at home and the really good team who's acclimated to the altitude and the thin air. Uh, I think they're going to pump the, the, the flyers on Saturday nights. Um, I don't have much more else than that. Really. I think Nate dog and the fellers are going to have a field day and, uh, yeah, the Flyers are going to roll out of there with their tails between their legs. What do you guys think? Number one, Sens just sniped. Come Two on, I got to find, find this stream again. Are yeah. you kidding me? Who scored it? Uh, I think Giroux. Uh, number oh. two, thin air is a factor, boys. You go mm. up to Colorado, the players always talk about it. Like you said, this one worries me, though, because I think you said puck line. So they have to win by two, correct? Mm-hmm. Colorado. This Wait. is what worries me, okay? Carter Hart's supposed to play against Coyotes, who's been pretty good, and he's supposed mm-hmm. to be locked and loaded again with that one-day rest against the Colorado Avalanche. Who? Mm. This is who they've taken down recently, the, the, the Flyers, in a row, okay? They beat the Golden Knights, the wow. Carolina Hurricanes, Yikes. and the LA Kings. Three oh, games wow. in a row. That was about five, last week, so I think there was a couple games in between. So they have shown the willpower, some sort of grit, some sort of skill under torts, to take down the big dogs, but you know what? I'm gonna ride. I'm oh, gonna oh, ride. Hold, hold on now, loiter. That that threw a wrench in my plan, loiter. Do you think we call an audible here? Oh, speaking of wrench, played with Scott my... Lawton. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you look at this one, and and Pat, you raised a good point here. Like you're looking at third in the Metropolitan here, and and you kind of think of the Flyers as a as an organization that's just been in the shits for the last little bit here. Um, oh yeah, clearly on the uprise in Colorado again, and and not joking this time. This is a goaltending battle, um, Georgiev. Georgiev, whatever you want to call it, and Hart, two good goalies in the league, 14-6-1 for Georgiev, and then Carter Hart, 7-6-1. Clearly playing in front of a better team in in Colorado, but I think Carter Hart's proved himself in the league at this point. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring one. To take games. Like yeah. he, he's made, I, he's had some unbelievable performance performance, especially in earlier in the year. It makes me nervous, man. This makes me nervous. I, I have a feeling this line's going to come in once it shows at five and a half for over under, I would lean under on it. I think it's going to be a goaltending battle, but the empty netters, you got, you guys know me. I love betting empty netters. Love it. And that just screams puck line. If you, you get the abs up one or two, that goalie's coming out. 
especially Torts. He doesn't like to fuck around with the with the you know the score close. He'll he'll pull that that goalie nice and early. Now yeah. this might sway you back. Kale McCarr has been injured for two or three games, and guess what? He's back. Guess He's what? Back. He's and talk about on a tear. This guy has been hot, hot, hot. Probably the the most productive player in the past month, I would say. So you know you have McKinnon. You have Rantanen, you have a healthy McCarr back in the lineup against a Philly Philly uh, team that's scrappy. They're scrappy. They can steal one, and they've taken down some big dogs recently. So what, what are we doing here? Are we sticking with the Avs puck line, or are we doing an audible? Gilly, you have to make the call because I don't want to get blamed for anything online. I'm going with my heart, and my heart says... Here we go. <laughs> go against Carter Hart, Avalanche minus one and a half, hammer it, and just and just because just because you revved my engine there a little bit, Kale McCarr over on shots. Let's nice. throw that in there. I thought I you were going to say double unit, double unit on this I, one. No, we're not. Wow. I don't go double units because if we go double units, then Wolves and Dupes both need to take down a grenade. So we're not doing anything <laughs> along those lines. Um, we're going to throw in the Makar shots over. Um, I like that pick. I have faith in that pick. I think the Avs are going to skate circles around those guys. Um, those guys, the Flyers, sorry. I got the stream up again, and it's distracting me. Um, yeah, I, I have faith. I have faith, to be honest with you. And, yes, you guys are right. It'll come down to goaltending, I think, to an extent. But it, it might actually, jokes aside, come down to thin air. Um <laughs> and the, the avalanche just the avalanche just know they just know how to play in that thin air but but you don't um, you don't think torts is flying their asses right out of arizona right after that game and getting them acclimated in those those domes in in colorado torts, making them torts, sleep outside torts or some had shit them sleeping torts yeah, had them them sleeping with masks on for the last three weeks boys we got a game in colorado a month from today get the masks on you know in like dragon ball z when they go in these like hyperbolic chambers and shit they've got the no. they got the whole I, team. I, no, I, I, I didn't watch Dragon Ball Z a single time. <laughs> I talked to girls in high school. <laughs> all of the guys that know me, no, all the guys that know me are listening. Like you were the biggest nerd in high school. <laughs> oh. I did not, Adam. I did not. Adam, Adam and I are next door neighbors. For the, for all the listeners that don't know us, Adam and I were next door neighbors growing up, and I remember so often I'd go over and I would just knock, knock, hello, and I'd walk in. And when Adam got to the age, when we got to the age where we started talking to girls, and Adam did, and I still did not, I would knock, knock, hello, and I'd walk in and I'd see Adam's girlfriend's shoes and immediately would go goodbye and turn around and walk right back out the front door. No, I'm only kidding, Pat. I can't really throw shade on nerdy stuff like Dragon Ball Z. Good. You made me me a little self-conscious for a moment there, so I'm glad. I'm glad that somebody else on the pod, two or three of us, eh? If, no. if we're locking in a gilly pick here, I'm not going to call it a loiter lock, but I, I'll call it a loiter lean if, 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 I'm, if I'm able to. I'm taking the under in this game. I love I'm that. Taking the under. I love that. Okay, so okay, Avalanche, puck line. Makar, overshots, and under five and a half goals, total goals on the game. That's the Carolina Hurricanes. That's the that's the storm surge waiting to happen. We're, we're going to need a perfect showing of this game for both of these picks to hit, but it's happening. The I love it. off the charts. I love it, boys. Yeah. I love it. Whatever. Okay, let's go to let's go to pick numero trois. We're heading over 
to New Jersey and Edmonton, I believe, eh, Gilly? What do you got yes. for us in that game? Now, I believe it's in Edmonton. Um, it is. Yes, okay. It is in Edmonton, Sunday. Uh, New Jersey plays Saturday in Calgary. They're doing their little Northwestern swing-a-ling. Um, <laughs> the Oilers do not play Saturday. They're going to be rested. Um, here's, the, here's the deal. I'm just going with my rationale of I'm betting on the team that's rested. Jersey's on a road trip. They're going to be playing on the back-to-back. They might even have their backup in. Either way, here's the, here's the crazy analysis. Jack Hughes has 11 points in his last five games. He has 36 wow, shots wow, on wow, net wow, wow, in wow. his last five games. McDavid has 16 points in his last five games. <laughs> he has 14 assists. Like, it, 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 it's crazy. These guys are so nasty. Jack Hughes is genuinely fighting for, like, the supremacy of I might be that guy. I might be him. I might be the next McDavid. Like, he's that good. I, I, I would I, – I'd love to take Oilers' money line. That's where my head is at. I think I'm going to stick with Oilers' money line. But I also want to sprinkle the points over for Hughes and McJesus because – like they're both on heaters and it, it very well on a back-to-back for New Jersey on a home Sunday afternoon game for the Oilers. It might come down to dog versus dog, number one center against number one center who could win that matchup. And for McDavid, it's just another Sunday game. Obviously there's the urgency that he, he always brings, but for Jack Hughes, you're going up against the guy that you're trying to prove yourself prove to yourself and to the league you are as good as so he'll have a chip on his shoulder i like the oilers to win they're playing a team that's on a back-to-back on a road trip but i love throwing in mcdavid and hughes points overs in that game so we're getting a little frisky this week yeah we I'm, not, I'm not shocked with lloyd man your paycheck payday must have been you know, yesterday for you buddy no i had a red bull about seven hours ago hey yeah. Well, whatever. I've been sound effects guy, so I'm going to go, oh, <laughs> Halo style. It's the third day, and Jesus has risen. And it's the 12th game of the season, and Mick Jesus has risen. And this guy <laughs> is back to his old tricks. Change the coach, give him the full leash, carte blanche, green light. And this is what you get, boys. You're getting a guy that's going to come back all the way to lead the league in points. I can count it right here. Put it. MVP, Art Ross, McJesus. I agree mm-hmm. with you 100%. Stewie Skinner has uh, has been a, a nice revelation as of late, too. I think he's won uh, five of his last six with some respectable uh, respectable games and, and performances. Uh, New Jersey got absolutely shit-canned by the San Jose Sharks, so there's no way I am putting any money on anybody that just got beaten by the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> I think that was two games ago. Stuart um, Skinner, super quick. Because you brought it up. In his last five, he's got five wins, no losses, no okay. shootout, yeah. obviously. Goals against average of 158, save percentage of 943 with one shutout. Damn. Like a 943 save percentage, he is piping hot. Yes. So man. I just wanted to touch on that. Go ahead. 
No, and, and that solidifies my 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 backing of your pick. I'm all in. I love it. And when you said that there's a you know the goalies, I th- I think New Jersey has two backup goalies to give you an honest truth. Vanasek yeah, and Schmid. They can decide which backup yeah. to put in the nets. Uh, and and you know what? No Dougie Hamilton, boys. Mm-hmm. Dougie Hamilton's out. Luke Hughes is taking the reins. They they called out uh, called up Simon Nemec, uh, which was their second overall pick two years ago. They're pretty. I wouldn't say thin. But I would say inexperienced on D right now. So that's a big factor when you have McJesus coming down the wing. You would love to throw out a guy like Dougie Hamilton to try and shut this guy down. Now, Luke Hughes is going to be saying his prayers. Lots of religion concepts in this in this episode. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's going to be a long night for these D, I think. And, and then not only that, you, you got Dreitzeitel that's that's bound to, to pop off, too. He's... He's he's bound to come in with some points, and and Zach Hyman is talking to talk about piping hot. I think he put up his fifteenth goal. Trick yeah, the he put day? his fifteenth, thirteenth, uh, fourteenth, and fifteenth goal the other day. So pop, they're pop just on. <laughs> Edmonton uh, and New Jersey. No, I I love the bet here. Even if you want to lean puck line on it too, um, just looking at scheduling here, you got tonight uh, Thursday Detroit playing. Uh, sorry, Detroit. New Jersey playing in Seattle tonight. They have a day off tomorrow on Friday. They play in Calgary on Saturday. End of a road trip, closing in on Sunday. Afternoon game, 4 p.m. Eastern, so 2 o'clock Mountain. Oh, boy. It's just... Recipe for disaster. Yep. I I just... uh, Everything points here towards the oils, and uh, I like it. All right, boys. I love that. That was awesome. So let me see if I can get this all summarized, okay? Florida versus Pitt. We're taking Pitt on the money line with a little yep. sprinkle for Sam Reinhardt, anytime goal scorer. We move over to Avalanche and Philly. We had a lot of debate, a lot of heated debate. Some, some emotions were riding high, but we got Avalanche on the puck line with a little sprinkle on the under in goals and the over in shots for Kale McCarr. Moving over to the NG and the oil. Our NJ Oilers, we've got the Oilers taking on the puck line with an eight. Uh, do we go puck line? Oh, my God. Yeah, we're yeah, going puck I, line. I think we're shoot, going puck shoot, line. Okay. Do it. okay. Hold on. And a little sprinkle. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's a hammer. That's a hammer, hammer that he's got. I love hammer. how the listeners have no idea why we're just like, there's yeah, silence. To snip that and we're video. just giggling. Hammer it. Hammer <laughs> it. a physical Lawton. hammer. Oh, boys. No, I can't snip it anymore, boys. I got to cut it out. Uh, and and yeah, more, I can, we I have can a little the hammer out again. <laughs> I love how it still has the tags on it. You know that you've never used that thing. You've never wielded that thing. I don't know. Dude, I tried to, like, twist the screw into the wall with this thing. It's so inconvenient. Like That, that is... <laughs> almost as if it wasn't made for it yeah it's crazy and then we had mcjesus with an anytime point sprinkle i think i i think i got it all boys uh, any last words comments concerns anything you want to talk about you guys want to talk about that sense game i was watching it uh anything you want to, to dabble on before we we shut her down we got about two and a half minutes yeah one gambler is a <laughs> great uh, resource um, true <laughs> are you familiar with the counselor that uh that you'd like to recommend uh yeah mark i'll never forget my experience with mark on bet 365 i'm banned for life um on bet 365. um long story short was trying to disable the casino function 
on hmm. Bet365. So previous accounts on Bodog, I'd go on there and be like, hey, can you deactivate the casino? Sure, no problem, done, can't access it. But I'm finding myself on Bet365 just playing blackjack for fun, lose my money. So I end up writing in being responsible. Hey, can I contact a customer service person? Here we go, blah, blah, blah. I'm on there for an hour and a half. Um, going back and forth to this person, asking how I felt when I lost the money, how 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 it affected my personality, are my finances in order? I'm just like, Mark, just please ban the casino here. Um, anyways, after a heated exchange, um, they asked if I wanted to be on a six-month self-exclusion. I said, oh. no, Mark, that's not what I want here. I just <laughs> want the casino part removed. Um, yeah, it didn't end well. They just shut my account down. So I'm, I'm no longer uh, a well, 365 participant. Mark, Mark might've been onto something. Cause I seen when, what, what you get, like when we have 20 bucks on the line at Greyhawk, uh, you know, whole 13 and things aren't going well. Yeah. So <laughs> I can only imagine when you're tossing around five hundos as your unit. Yeah. But at least some of that onus is on me and I have a little bit of hope when I'm trying to claw back in golf. Um, you, you usually do. Like you usually blackjack do. tables are, are rigged against you. The, I don't dude, know what I don't know. The, the, oh man, the computer blackjack gets me every time, and like I know how easily they probably like legally can't, but it's like how am I? How is Joe Blow gonna know that they've rigged the casino function to always have you lose your money? They get me so excited, they'll have me win a couple hands, and I'm like, wow, I'm really playing smart blackjack tonight, and then boom, vanished. My money's gone. Like, she uh, but uh, Jacques Martin. How about oh, that? That yeah. was a good hire for the Sens. Um, I went to Jacques Maltin uh, hockey camp when I was 11 years old. Met Todd White. Met uh, met good old Jacques back when he was. Uh, I must have been like 2003. Yeah. I think. But it was funny because I fell off my bike the day before we did the like pictures with all the NHLers and face planted hard. So like I have this massive like I have a picture with Jacques Maltin and this massive scrape going down my front. I kind of look nails in it. Well, the funny part, you still look nails. better than uh, than Mr. Dumbo himself. So there you go. <laughs> that no, it, you know it's an interesting it's an interesting hire. I love it. But, you know, I feel terrible for DJ Smith. The crowd is booing him. What a slap the, in the face. The, the oh, boy, the, the Twitterverse, boys, I've just joined this Twitterverse. There's people on there that, like, obviously keyboard warriors don't know what they're talking about. But they're trashing DJ Smith. Yeah. You know, they bring in, they fire Dorian, which was DJ's backbone. backbone. Yeah. You know, Steve Stale says some polite words, and then they start implementing all these people in the in the coaching staff and in the, you know, the hockey ops, they call it. And they basically saying, like, dude, you're incompetent. We need to surround you with some people that know what they're doing. And and yeah. one, of, one of Jacques Martin's specialties is defensive play. So I, I'm all for it if it, it transitions into a positive thing. I feel awful for DJ Smith. He's taking on, like, an absolute champ. You know, he's saying that, you know, I will take all the resources, even throwing Alfie on the bench was 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 an awful thing as well so it's it's interesting to see what what's going to transpire i think his writing's on the wall but we'll kind of we'll kind of discuss sorry i see you guys throwing up some minutes no, here. two things very quickly because i want to throw this over to lloyd number one i saw I, I laughed so hard at this and like it's like you said keyboard warriors on the internet so they don't really know what they're talking about but it was that meme of three brothers playing nintendo 64 
and it's the two older brothers with their controllers plugged in and the third youngest brother with their controller not plugged in. <laughs> yeah. And it said Jacques Martin, Alfie, and then DJ Smith, who didn't have his controller plugged in. So I, I howled at that. But Loiter, you were coached by DJ, right? Yeah, yeah so that's so actually where I was going to go. What was that with? all about? How, how is he? I've heard he's great, but... It's funny because so I went to a Sens game maybe two two three weeks ago and and the fire DJ chants were going on and and I may have had a couple beverages but I'm standing <laughs> up there I love DJ and everyone's just staring at me right well, um, it's because they heard but, I love BJ's <laughs> what's that booster juice booster, booster juice. juice booster juice great strawberry sunshine, strawberry sunshine baby I'm a mango hurricane guy oh. That makes sense to my previous statement then. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, no, like, I know. I see why the player – I feel like the players have a very big voice in this where they're saying, like, no, we do not want him gone. We like playing for this guy. He's charismatic. He's hilarious. He's fun to be around. And all – honestly, he's a very good coach. Mm. He breaks stuff down. Uh, he shows you a lot of stuff that you might be missing out on. And and let's not fool ourselves here. I, I can guarantee you there's a lot of dumb NHL players who are just very talented and don't know systems. Um, yes. I, I think that DJ is, is a good coach. And I think the players ultimately do not want him to leave. Has it been working out? No. Is there something missing? Clearly. I think bringing in Jacques Martin is, is probably a very good strategic move to a help your team actually succeed with implementing some of that defensive structure, but b keeping the players happy with someone that they're 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 able to relate with and they're able to bounce back and forth with a joke with have fun with where it doesn't necessarily seem like hey this is a job that it, it keeps things light it keeps things fun for them it, yeah. it, it's not always the X's and O's and and just like horse blinders on where you're just dialed in and focused on hockey which isn't something you need but i think a big part of the game too is enjoying it right when you get guys sure. who just kind yeah. of lose touch with the love of the game things kind of vanish well i think the beef That's my with, two cents. with with dj smith right now online and i think with casual fans and, and regular fans is it's been a while five years is a long time as a coach and and, and that message mm -hmm. kind of gets drowned out it's tough to, to maintain that that same consistent message. And I feel like they've learned everything they could from DJ Smith. That's my feeling. And the second thing that, that you mentioned is, is kind of interesting as well. Um, damn drawing, already drawing a blank voice. It must be late, but yeah, you, you said, you said <laughs> it perfectly. Peyton crying in the background. <laughs> he, she, was, she actually was, she actually was a second ago, but it, it's, it's drowning out. Oh, the hammer comes out. Yeah. Hammering the, the, the screen there. The little monitor, but no, DJ Smith, he, he's got the five, the five years in the bag. And I think the other thing too is, is the slow starts. It's just un, unacceptable that it's been five years of slow starts. Yes. And, and I think that has a lot to do with training camp stuff, getting guys ready for the beginning of the season and ready to go. Obviously the players are playing the game, but I mean, we've had different guys in and out, different vets in and out of the roster for the past five years. And when you can't get it going in the beginning, it's cost them every single year and it's going to cost them yes. again. I just saw that they have an 8% chance of making the playoffs and we're in early December. So yeah. it's just, it's just something's got to give. Now I'm going to throw out one name that I saw on Twitter. Speaking of, of this <laughs> keyboard warriors, and I want to hear your, your call on it and we can close on this. <laughs> Joel Quenville. No, no, <laughs> we, you can't, not in 2023. You can't. They brought back Babs. 
Yeah, you saw that went. That lasted for a cup of coffee, and then he was getting the spin chiclets got him gassed. <laughs> He's asking to go through guys' phones. Yeah, where's your calculator app? What's the what's the combo? <laughs> like, <laughs> Babs didn't last. I, I don't know. I loved watching that Hawks team from the 2010s to the, like when Taser and Kane were doing their thing. Joel Quenville seemed like a nail gun, but man, to hide the stuff they hid, it's kind of messed up. I don't know. I don't know. Did he do something bad? He didn't do something good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. We don't have to get into that. I don't know if I have enough brain cells to rub together on a podcast talking about <laughs> Uh, moral ethics allegations and moral yeah. ethics here. I try to live a good life and make the people smile holding well, a hammer. <laughs> you know what, boys? You definitely did that, Gilly. Lloyd, it was an absolute pleasure having you on today. That was I, awesome. I, I really had a lot of fun. My my, Like I said, an indicator of what I had a good time is when my cheeks hurt. I coughed really loud into the mic because I was trying to refrain myself from laughing but couldn't <laughs> help myself. So hopefully we can edit that out. AI hopefully can chip that one out. But aside from that, boys, this was great. This was awesome. Hopefully we can get something locked and loaded for next week and keep the train rolling. Let's ride. Peace, boys. See ya. As DJ would say, take care, comb your hair. <laughs> that was funny.